Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Wednesday, October 5th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The new show, St. Louis Woman, takes a look at some 20th century giants of St. Louis music and literary history. They all created amazing art that transcended their neighborhood, their city, their country, that impacted the world. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin speaks with the two-person team behind St. Louis Woman. The Missouri legislature has passed an agricultural tax credit bill ending the special session in Jefferson City. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. Missouri senators sent a slew of agricultural tax credits to Governor Mike Parson. That includes incentives for urban farming, meat processing, and farming equipment. The bill ended up passing 26-3 with bipartisan support, but some lawmakers, such as Republican Senator Mike Moon of Lawrence County, expressed misgivings about giving tax breaks based off someone's profession. That's great for the recipient, but how about a parent who is raising children without help. The passage of the agricultural tax credit bill comes after the approval of legislation lowering the state's income tax. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. The Republican candidate for the State House District that includes Rolla says schools should bring in armed retired veterans to improve security. Tara Peters says tapping into people with a military background could help prevent school shootings. I think just the mere fact that there would be somebody and you know that there's actually somebody at the school every day and that they are armed would be a deterrent for some people. I do believe that. Peters says increasing teacher pay is her other main education objective. She says it's unacceptable that Missouri is among the bottom states in teacher salaries. Peters was a guest on Politically Speaking. The episode is posted at stlpr.org. The Missouri Supreme Court has overturned a lower court ruling that was considered a victory for state workers who belong to a union. The high court says most state employees are considered at will, so they are not eligible for grievance and seniority protections if they are let go. The Missouri Independent reports the Supreme Court has determined a law pulling back the merit system for most state workers is constitutional. Some unions argued the measure illegally denied job protections outlined in contracts. That law was passed in 2018. A group of universities in Missouri and Illinois will use $1 million from the National Science Foundation to fund a powerful computing project. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports. Eight institutions, including Washington University and Missouri SNT, earlier this year banded together to form the Taylor Geospatial Institute to pool resources and promote geospatial research and jobs. The group's high-performance computer will live on the campus of the University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign. Students and faculty can use the computer to run data sets that analyze weather, agriculture, and health data at huge scales. Bill Kramer is a U of I professor who sits on the group's Research Computing Council. He says the group's scientists can combine knowledge from their own fields. It's really the, the fusing of all this data from disparate sources that now allow new insights to be drawn. Kramer says the computer is one of the most powerful ones on any college campus. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis area residents affected by July's flooding will have more time to apply for disaster assistance from the Federal Emergency Management Agency. 
Homeowners and renters in St. Louis City, County, and St. Charles County now have until November 4th. The agency has approved more than $35 million in individual assistance grants to roughly 12,000 households in the region. Those individual grants can be used for rent, replacing personal property, and basic home repairs, among other things. The Cardinals' first-round playoff matchup is set. St. Louis will take on Philadelphia in the Wild Card Series starting Friday. The entire best-of-three series will be this weekend at Bush Stadium. The Cardinals earned home field advantage by winning the National League Central Division. Philadelphia will finish third in the National League East, earning a Wild Card playoff spot. St. Louis would face the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves if they eliminate Philadelphia. St. Louis vocalist Leica will be the only actor on stage when the Midnight Theater Company presents St. Louis Woman at the Dot Zack Theater starting tomorrow night. But she'll embody a host of great female musicians and writers from St. Louis, including Josephine Baker, Tina Turner, and Maya Angelou. The Midnight Company founder, Joe Hanrahan, wrote and directed the show. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin spoke with Leica and Hanrahan, he asked Leica about lessons she's learned from the women of St. Louis Woman. I think mostly that it's just hard work. You know, sometimes I think, man, I work really hard. <laughs> that's what you have to do. Like, that's what it takes. You have to work really hard if you want to make it, if you want to get out there, if you want people to hear your music. You know, that's what it takes. And I think I identify with them in that way. It's like, oh, okay, so this is the roadmap. You're used to that hard work, right? You're an accomplished dietitian by day. Yeah. And you thrill them uh, at the music venues at night. Yeah. You've cited Tina Turner as a as an influence before this process started. Yeah. And I had the chance to see um, a video of you performing uh, a stripped down What's Love Got to Do With It at the mm-hmm. Blue Strawberry, which is lovely. I've been thinking of my whole Would she be the one in this roster of people that you had the most familiarity with? Oh, absolutely. She's from the country. I'm from Cape Girardeau. You know, she was from small town Tennessee, this this country girl coming to um, St. Louis. So I kind of feel like I identify with her in that way, a little rough around the edges. But, you know, I clean up all right, you know. (laughs) Is the song St. Louis Blues part of this show? Yeah. Yes, that's the theme song for the show. We start off with a couple of uh, songs that weren't by St. Louis women, but about them. Okay. St. Louis Blues and Frankie and Johnny put the mm-hmm. city on the map. You haven't released it yet, this yet, but you have recorded St. Louis Blues, right? Yes, yes. And I do it in a bluesy style. And that's probably my, my real voice, I guess. Got a man I love, it wouldn't nowhere. What connects all the women in this story? They all created amazing art that transcended 
their neighborhood, their city, their country that impacted the world. And they all showed, as, as Lake has referenced many times, a courage and a dedication to continuing to work, to continuing to grow as artists and as people. And one thing that you see in all these women is how socially conscious some of them will be, from Maya Angelou to uh, Josephine Baker. It's like their lives went from entertainment to like being really part of the struggles and the movements that were happening at the time. And mm-hmm. Catherine Dunham as well. Yeah, you of know, course, the work yeah, that yeah. she did in East St. Louis with developing her performing arts training center. You know, she was a very accomplished dancer. She could have chose to live anywhere, but it was her mission, you know, to help people. And she found that that was a place where she could be of service and help and really impact a community. And like, I know you perform under your own name. You also perform with the group Vote for Pedro. Mm -hmm. What do you think you might take from this experience back to that part of your artistry? More dancing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And for my own shows, maybe more costume changes. (laughs) That was Leica and Joe Hanrahan speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin about St. Louis Woman. Our David Casares edited that report. Before wrapping up, a giant of American music has died. Well, I was born to coal daughter. Country music icon Loretta Lynn might be best known for her song, Coal Miner's Daughter, which was also the title of her best-selling memoir, which became a successful movie about her life. She also tackled pressing issues through her music. There's gonna be some changes made right here on Nursery Hill. You set this chicken your last time, cause now I've got the pill. That's The Pill, a song released in 1975. That approach to music is why rock performer Jack White describes Loretta Lynn as, quote, the single most important female singer-songwriter of the 20th century. Loretta Lynn was 90. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.